0: And before we begin this week's episode, I would like to thank Epic Stuff for sponsoring the Socially Desi Christmas giveaway. Guys, if you are fans of Game of Thrones, Friends or Harry Potter, you cannot miss this giveaway. Go to sociallydesi.com slash giveaway or check the link in the show notes below to check out this epic giveaway by the Epic Stuff in collaboration with Socially Desi. Today, I'm joined by Siddharth Sood, or should I call MC Sid. He is the comedy specialist and India's first comedy rapper. Hello Sid, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I'm good. What's going on? All good, Sid. Everything is fine. So how is the wedding season treating you this year? It's it's slow but steady, my friend. Slow but steady. yeah I mean uh, if it's steady then it's good at least it's not you know at a stagnant level
1: I swear
0: (laughs) but yeah I mean uh, Sid uh, to uh, our Socially Desi audience why don't you uh, tell us the journey from uh, Siddharth Sooth to MC Sid
1: my friend it's a very simple journey that has very few meandering moves let me start from the beginning So, what happened was long, long time ago, almost Mm -hmm. 16 years ago till date, I was a simple boy whose father was from IIT, whose father wanted him to go to IIT, who was miserably doing pathetically in his IIT classes. And then he listened (laughs) to this one rapper called Eminem. Oh. And that is what changed it all for me. Because when I heard Eminem, all the frustration that mnm had about his wife and his drug addicted family and you know all his 101 yappas i was like us <laughs> physics family life me mnm wo bolta hai jo much iske bare okay na head na tail na to kuch tuk like the same punjabi Yeah. okay and i remember i remember going for my iit exam Mm-hmm. And walking out of it without knowing a single answer. Like the answers that I knew was zero, absolutely zero. Mm. And that was one of the most definitive days for me where I was like, Deko, ye IIT, YT, patani ye gana guna thi tha ke. At least ye muri samaj me aatay. Okay. <laughs> so that's essentially where things started. Okay. Um, I, I I used to listen mm-hmm. to a lot of rap music and. I used to go for these tuitions, which are the IIT class tuitions. And these two girls used to come over there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were the only two girls who came to the tuition class. And I used to hang out with them after the class. And then one of them uh, was like, oh, Sid, I really like rap music. Do you know what rap is? And in 2003, 2002, nobody knew what rap was. So true, you know? yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, I know rap music. And I try to rap also. So, you know, I used to, it was the good old days. What I used to actually do was... That time we had Napster and, you know, downloading yep. music was really, really mm. slow. So I would download one track at two or three KBPS. It used to take like 30 minutes to an hour to download a track. Now I used to download the lyrics. and I used to sit and rector the lyrics. I couldn't rector my physics, <laughs> but the lyrics I used to try and rector, you know. And then, so this girl wanted me to rap for her when we were driving in the mm-hmm. car, you know. Uh, she had a car and driver. So she like said, will you, you know, rap? I said, yeah, why not? I karta and then I tried rapping and I forgot the words. Oh, Okay. And then in the middle of it, I started making up my own words. Out of the two friends, one is like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> and then the other friend is like, those aren't the words. I said, those aren't the words. <laughs> to do to Okay. And the one who found it cool, like said, this is magnet as well. Let's do this. <laughs> so that's basically what really inspired me to take up rap. Not seriously, but more as a hobby. And then mm-hmm. I landed up in college, and it was a very cool new thing. Again, nobody really knew much about rap, and I tried performing a little bit. And one of my friends knew a nightclub owner. My okay. cousin was a new nightclub owner in Pune. I studied in Pune. Okay. And uh, he was like. Sandy, to you know Sid rap? Hai, and Sandy's like, huh, Sit, stage pe <laughs> And I'm like, okay, I'm a stage pe And then I did a little rap for him and then everybody was like, woohoo! And then I came down and then Sandy looks at me, he's like, Sid, so how much do you charge professionally? Mm-hmm. I'm looking at him, I don't know. I don't do this professionally. So I look at him and bought so much, i of 1,000 rupees. Okay. And he's like, oh, wow, that's so good. That's so cheap. Why don't you come every Wednesday night and do this? <laughs> And don't worry, the booze will also be on the house. Hmm. I said, hold on, hold on. You are saying that I'm going to the nightclub and you will give me and you will free alcohol. I mean, I'm a kid. I don't think it's better to do something. And that, my friend, that 2,000, 1,000 rupees that became 2,000 rupees after my second game there was no looking back.
0: Wow, that's, that's so inspiring. <laughs> which, which club was this? This was a club called Leather Lounge in Pune back in
1: 2004. Sandy Which area? Was, KP? Who it. No, bro.
0: was it in KP? Which part of uh, Pune was this? Yeah,
1: yeah. It, it was on Main Street. It was on NG Road. Oh, okay. Nice.
0: Yeah. So I,
1: I still clearly remember this. So it was, those were some fun days
0: wow that's really inspiring so but, but uh, what were the initial challenges so once you started doing these gigs uh, with the club in pune uh, so you know you must have thought that uh, let's try something else let's try uh, hitting different clubs and trying different gigs so what were the initial challenges when you really thought of entering the industry as a prop, you know as a as a professional full time so, professional so i'll tell you
1: the full-time profession happened much later, or oh, by the time I ended college and all. Mm. Yeah. And then I ended my I did my MBA because mm-hmm. my parents were still very tumkya kar. Rahe ho. So lots of interesting things that happened in my life that led me to this profession in general. One of them was that um once I got this initial break, you could call it, okay, at this nightclub, mm-hmm. then any new nightclub that would open up, I would basically land up there to get free alcohol. Okay, there was no thinking this is a professional. Just like, listen, if I can convince this guy of this new hot nightclub to let me come in and get all my friends there for free and he can maybe pay me or even if he just gives me free alcohol, that's good enough. You know, like I'll be the coolest shit in college, which I was. <laughs> okay, because nobody else at that age could get all his friends into a nightclub on a Saturday night and get free alcohol. I mean, bro, that's a so true. Yeah. So so we sort of started there and then I started going to different nightclubs in Pune. I went to four or five of them. I sort of did a demo night for them. They liked it. And they were like, okay, let's try it. One of the challenges that they did face back then was they're like, bro, this is And that time Bollywood night wasn't that big a deal. Bollywood night also sort of became a thing a little later. That time it was just commercial night. You know, Saturday yeah. was Saturday night. It was commercial. Okay and and i went i i have gone to pretty much every happening nightclub in the entire country by the way between 2004 and 2007 and uh, wherever i was traveling i'd land up in pune in bombay in hyderabad in bangalore i took trains in my summer holidays mera hyderabad I main uske ghar okay and I landed up at my cousin's place in Bangalore like that in the same trip. Then I, I had another relative in Chennai. I landed up there also saying, "Bhaiya, can I stay at your house? He's like, Yeah, but why? club So even he was this was my other cousin. He's like, you know, I know one nightclub owner. It was a very cool thing, right? Like nobody thought like this whole concept of live entertainment actually really didn't exist in the form that we know it now.
0: Mm.
1: Now things have like drastically True. changed. So, true, so true. Um, I, did, um, I did make an effort over the years. My summer vacations used to be more of a, a jaunt cross-country to go to anywhere where I knew anybody where there could be a nightclub. And uh, slowly, uh, you know, the nightclub owners started asking me, where have you performed? Then I take a name of these, you know, two, three nightclubs and then they like, oh, these are And then one of my biggest breaks, I'll tell mm-hmm. you, in the nightclub scene, was when I got a free air ticket to come for a show. Oh now, that was really a big thing huh? back back in the day. So true. I'm yeah. from Delhi. You know, I'm from Delhi and I'm studying in Pune. And uh, this friend of mine is like, you know, bro, Delhi number one nightclub uh what was it called? Uh, Elysium was here. Wave Meta, the number one nightclub Oh, Delhi. Okay. Um, Waves Noida uh, wala na.
0: Elevate, elevate. Elevate, yeah. correct
1: okay so Elevate and this is 2005 and they're like bro or 2006 mm-hmm. and they're like dude my friend I still remember Karthik who's now in uh, Noida, uh who was in Noida and now he's in Canada he knew the manager and he's like bro I'll Ranveer se Elevate mein, and he'll you and then I'm meeting Ranveer and he's like okay dude but you know if we bring you on board then we'll most probably do a Saturday night one Saturday night here and one mm-hmm. Saturday night you can do an Enigma at JW Marriott in Juhu, which was the nightclub where all the movie stars used to be. Yep. Okay, this is 2005 thousand and I'm talking about. Mm. And I was like, oh my God. And then this Ranveer set up a gig for me where I opened for some artist, I remember, in Elevate. And uh, then he booked me an air ticket to go to Bombay the next day. Wow. And it was all sponsored by VH1. So some hip-hop hustle they used to have. Mm-hmm. That time VH1 was very popular. Right. It was new and all. Right. And when I got on with a free air ticket, I thought, bro, this just gets better and better. Free Daru. He's <laughs> And he's give a ticket for me. He's What is going on? My dad, of course, thought like, I lost the plot. He's got a dollar. I mean,
0: hard work is zero. Now,
1: these people don't give money. I'm just like, okay then. You know? Yeah. So, it, 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 was, it, it was very interesting. Um, uh, all all the early days and things aren't easy. I, I have met a lot of nightclub owners like you know and I can tell you mm. one thing very honestly nightclub owners are very dodgy people. They all look like gangsters. Okay, There's <laughs> no nightclub owner who's not a gangster. Mm. So I have been really scared a lot of people think that uh, because most of us go to a nightclub at night when it's happening. When you go to a nightclub during the day yep. You know, it's a whole different place. And you're just sitting around the shit, man. This place looks so bad. And it's so yeah. scary. So it was, it's, 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 it's been an interesting journey and, and sort of, uh, those were the initial gigs that started happening and, and uh, th- there were a lot of challenges. Yes. Coming back to your point, um, mm. you know. So the biggest challenges were dealing with my parents, because my parents were just losing it. They were like, you know, hum Bollywood stars. You need to be something solid. How can you have a future like this? And things like that. And my dad, I remember and then I got another break. I was uh, I got onto a TV show, a reality TV show back in two thousand six. It was called Channel mm-hmm. V, VJ Freshers. It was the first show Channel V made. Uh, in response to rodies which was a complete okay. flop, by the way. Otherwise, I would have been on TV. And then when I landed up on TV, then my dad completely like lost it. He was just like, <laughs> to khatam hai. Ab to has gone. going to be Bollywood. What's happening? going to you ban kar dunga. <laughs> and uh, fortunately, the TV show flopped. And that also brought me down, you know, to level. Ki, mm. hey, hai. Not everything is a one-way ticket to stardom. And, yep. uh, and, and that made me go do my MBA, which I really am fortunate for, because, uh, as we look at entertainment and life, things look great and rosy, but the downs are really downers in this mm. entertainment life. Because sometimes things are so easy, but sometimes things are so hard, you know? Yep. So that sort of, uh, sort of leveled me out a little bit and, uh, um, and and then I decided to do my MBA. That was, I think, the one time my father loved me a little bit more.
0: Hmm. Interesting. And was this the reason why you started your own venture as well? You have a venture.
1: Yeah, yeah, I have a venture. So I'll 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 build up to that. But the whole deal with the MBA. So the MBA is a very interesting story. I I was not very inclined. I I somehow completed my MBA. It was in Pune only again mm-hmm. in SIBM Pune. Um, okay you know and it's 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 a very good college i managed to crack that and get into that and things like that and um then placements happen and i was just not interested in applying for a 9 to 5 job like i could not understand like who's to go and work for pepsi or coca cola what a pointless thing to do and I was things excited ho jate the oh my god coca cola has come to campus i'm like Dude, i got better things to do. I'm going to nightclub. I'm rum and coke. Okay, not this <laughs> coke shit. Okay. So, uh, fortunately, the only and ironically, the only job I got offered was at uh, Big Entertainment, which was Reliance back then. They wanted uh, to hire me in an entertainment, management entertainment position, something of that sort. Okay. And uh, they were paying... The complete CTC I still remember was some 3.6 lakhs a month, which was 30,000 a month. Hmm. And I remember sitting over there saying, They hope I'm going to get a lot of MBA. Okay. I'm going to get a lot of rapids. Okay. So I'm going to get a lot of rapids. You know? And Point, I yeah. actually uh, declined that offer. Uh, my, my parents were like, very foxed. That you job to do I declined that offer, and that was the day I decided, no, dude, I'm going to be a professional entertainer for the rest mm-hmm. of my life. Uh, simply because if you're working for a corporate as an entertainer, you get paid
0: squat. Yep.
1: So that's 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 basically how uh, the journey sort of uh, led to what it did, and and then one of the real uh, turning points in life. Uh, Shortly after that was, uh, Mm -hmm. I was at one nightclub. I still remember in Bombay in 2007 or 8. I was in the middle of my MBA. I remember this and uh, I'm rapping and this one guy walks up to me. He's still a very good friend of mine. And it was a private party hosted. It was a nightclub at the Intercontinental on Marine Drive. Okay. And this guy walks up to me and he's like, uh, what's your name? I'm like, I'm MC Sid. And he's like, okay, this act of yours is interesting. Ka, Thank you. He said, you Why not? And that, and then he hired me for a wedding sangeet event where I landed up with my cap and my jacket to perform. And um, they loved it. I looked completely out of place because everybody was in wedding gear. This is back in 2008. Eight, I think, mm-hmm. or maybe seven, mm-hmm. thirteen years ago, and I performed. I still remember it was the Sajnani wedding at ITC Grand Maratha. Okay. I'd never been to that hotel, and I I came down specially from Pune, you know, to perform over there. I'd taken a shared Volvo, uh, you know, the Bombay Pune Volvos. Yep, yep, uh, one of those, and I'd come down for that, and then I performed, and they really liked it, and they called me back for the reception. Oh, I was like, yeah, okay, you know. Mm. Yeah, so it was, it was, and that is when things really turned. So to be very frank with you as an entertainer per se, if, because back then there was no stand-up comedy, there was, there was nothing, there was just these nightclubs and there was no Facebook, no internet was very small. I used to have demo CDs and stuff, you know, true, true. It was a very different world from where we are today. Back in 2007.
0: Ah, us time, we used to have those uh, uh, Great India Comedy Challenge and all these things that used to we used to see on the TV. Uske yeah. stand-up kaha hota tha? Never saw these kind of things happening.
1: Kuch ne, ne, kuch that time, things were very... So, actually, to put it into perspective, I think the only reason why this has become a career is because I just... Thanks to Jigar Shah from Marine Drive who introduced me to weddings. I just stumbled into weddings when the wedding industry was taking mm. off because, you know, I've just been around in that wedding space that the industry was also taking off. Weddings were starting to become a big thing and then it was just right place, right time by chance. And and, and me making an effort, I guess. And uh, once I got into weddings, I realized that, yeah, this does make a lot of sense, mm. uh, you know, and I can survive on this. and. Uh, that that sort of kept me going for the initial 2-3 years. Then I'll explain one thing. Like as any entertainer you'd know, entertainment is a season. Hota hai. Mm. From yep. August, September till January, February is season usually. Yep. you know. Yep. And then from Feb to August again, 6 months is off-season. So the reason I started a small venture of mine was because during season you're busy like mad. Like in off-season, you're sitting in bed again. I moved back home after that. I moved back to Delhi after my MBA and all.
0: Hmm.
1: And my parents wouldn't let me sit at home. They'd be like, what is this? You can't be a 22-year-old young man and sitting at home all day. You know, what's Yeah. Initially, so initially, first I thought of fighting with them and moving out of the house. But then I was like, listen, dude, dear, same city, if I don't sit at home, Yeah.
0: You know,
1: i American a so that led me to, I lived at home, listened to them a little bit. And then I said, "Chalo, kuch to Then uh, basically since 2013, in my venture for four years, all the money I made in my wrapping, I kept on losing it, trying to start my startup. So mm-hmm. I So running a startup is not easy at all. So true. So at one point, and then my mother trying to be the loving mother, she is giving me words of wisdom, Sid. See, you can always afford to go broke till 30 and earn it all back. I'm "Mother, why go broke? Okay, but that's what happened. exactly what you I went completely bankrupt by 30. Startup, startup, karte, karte. And then it took a lot of help and support from my parents and, uh, you know, uh, a lot of judicious and frugal working and a lot of mistakes that had to be corrected that led me to make a startup successful because trust me, Entertainment is a cakewalk compared to running a startup in this country. Is the not work Like absolutely zero. True, true. So that's pretty much my journey till now.
0: But then, you know, the interesting fact is uh, from being a rapper in, in nightclubs to, uh, you know, being a wedding rapper. And then you did a marriage between your comedy and rapping. So, you know, tell us about that. How did that marriage happen?
1: Oh, that was a very interesting space. Yeah. What happened was I started rapping and Mm -hmm. uh, I do something called freestyle rap where I pick on people in the audience and what's going on there. And then it's all spontaneous and all made up on the spot.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, The idea was to entertain people. And because I could not remember the words of rap songs, I used to just make up raps to some extent uh, about what was around me. And once so I, I used to, I used to pick on people. So what I used to do initially, like, you know, when you have a rap battle, a rap battle mm-hmm. is two people picking on each other. So in nightclub, I used to do more of that. But at a wedding, I couldn't exactly pick on people that much. People get a little offended. So then I had to say good things about them. Th- mm-hmm. That's how I created the concept of a wedding rapper where I'm trying to like praise them all throughout. <laughs> Okay. You know, and I'm also khichai, doing a little bit of khichai. So I've been roasting people since 2005, mm. basically 15 years. So, and, and ironically, um, Rohan from AIB, um, and I were acquaintances back in the day when okay. he was still in college and, you know, he was, uh, not, AIB had not exploded. Mm-hmm. So you know, so when I saw you guys doing the Roast and All, my God, Jesus Christ, sometimes you're lucky in business. I mean, you're lucky, but I could have done that five years before then, but that wasn't the right place and the right time, you know, because yeah, uh, they were at the conception of the YouTube outburst when AIB did what it did. And I guess that's where things stand.
0: Yeah, true. And then, yeah,
1: to marry it with the with, with the rapping scene, with the wedding scene, it's sort of, it sort of just happened in a way, you know, where 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 I used to pick on people and people were looking for something different. And I came along with this act where I'm, I'm picking on them also and I'm praising them also. So it became like a, you know, how should I say, hot and sweet mm-hmm. chicken dish, you know, hot beer, sweet beer. <laughs> so it's, it's something fun and interesting that I still do. And then of course, uh, the hot and sweet gave it an element of comedy, which was not necessarily planned, but it was just a mm. fun thing. So it's not necessarily comedy comedy. I'm not trying to be slapstick, but I'm just trying to make it fun, and and that's the way I've always enjoyed myself. Because, quite frankly, anybody, if you are a if you are a fun loving personality, and there is a good mixture of alcohol and food and a good vibe, everybody's fun, and everybody's generally having fun. True. So you just have to be yourself out there and it's not really rocket science. I'm not
0: some, you know, Sachin Tendulkar <laughs> or anything. And and tell me something that you you, you must have uh, traveled across the world uh, when it comes to, you know, performing at weddings. Where is the Which Which part of India has the best weddings? Like like the Dhamaakedar weddings?
1: I have traveled across the world with weddings. I have... I mean, this again, God has been kind. I've landed up at places I did not know existed. I landed up in Malaga in Spain for a wedding.
0: Mm. I
1: landed up in uh, San Francisco for a function. I landed up in Mauritius. I landed up in uh, uh, Hong Kong. I've landed up in, I I mean, I can't even think of the places anymore. Uh, you know, all sorts of places all over the world. In London, I've landed up for weddings, you know. And I'm like, dude, mm. <laughs> there be events where my ticket has cost me more than what they I'm looking at it and saying, Yeah, yeah, wrong. I just think, So, so um, it's, it's been interesting, but one of my favorite places for a wedding till date has to be Goa. Okay. Okay. It's just, it's just there's something about a Goa wedding where, uh, you know, in the destination wedding space, the minute people get off the aircraft, the bear has to start at the airport only. that's, that's in terms of the chilled-out weddings, you know. Some of the grandest weddings that I've seen are these uh, Maharaja-type weddings and there are two main venues. One is in Jodhpur at the umed Bhavan Palace, which is where Priyanka got okay. married, I think. You know, Priyanka Chopra. And that's an outstanding venue. Like, Udurjah, you think bro, I am mm. the king. And the other one is... Uh, no, umed Bhavan Palace is in... Yeah, it's in Jodhpur, yeah. And then yep. in... Um, Udaipur also. also there is Lake Palace and a couple of other properties. Yeah. Even those are fantabulous. So those are two venues in India that are absolutely mind-blowing. Once you land up there for a wedding, you're like, know, bro, whoever is sponsoring it, is genuinely fair to wedding. Kar
0: True that, yeah.
1: So yeah, that's, that's, that's my
0: take on things. And how has the landscape evolved in the last uh, decade or so when it comes to stand-ups, when it comes to, you know, uh, wedding functions? Uh, for entertainers per se, uh, how has the landscape changed? You know, especially like if you want to advise somebody who is, you know, uh, uh, starting off or aspiring to be a stand-up comedian or do something like a uh, become an entertain- entertainer in the wedding space, uh, how has the landscape evolved?
1: bro? Well, uh... I'll tell you what has fundamentally changed in the last 15 years since I was a youngster is that all these concepts didn't exist only. There was no such thing as a YouTuber. There was no Facebook. There was no Instagram. There were no influencers. Yep. I mean, everybody was just doctors and engineers and anything else was just a loser. I mean, I'm sure you can relate to what I mean.
0: Okay. So true. I'm an engineer, so I know.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, now when you see 15-year-old, 21-year-old saying you, YouTube or banana," I'm like, bro, this is, this is a time in the history of the world where, you know, youngsters can make obscene amounts of money doing what they absolutely love, which is just chill, okay? Yep. As an influencer or, or as an entertainer of any sort, you know, whether you're a dancer, whether you're a singer, whether you're a... You know, I mean, all our lives, I was just that one stupid Saregama that used to come on TV. Yep. Okay. And that too, after all sorts of strange things, strange people used to come on to that. Now you've got India's got talent, the world's got talent. You've just got YouTube. If you're a fantastic singer, you can just sing covers on YouTube and become a superstar. You know, we've got Sanam the band doing exactly that. Exactly. So My, my point of view to anybody out there with an iota of talent is... Between, I won't tell them what my mother told me, because it's a little bit, I'm EMIs now, but between 20 to 25, just do whatever you want. Stay at home, and and try it for very good, it to become, madhub, sabne hoti hai, minimum? you know a ba or something if you're not an engineer even if you've done engineering there's no harm in trying for 3 4 years 5 years while while you're young you can rough it out like i did and got lucky to some extent you know to make it a profession and because after that what what my life experience has been is that beyond 30 then things get a little serious then parents want you to get married and then then you can't experiment as much. So you got till 20 to 30 to just fool around and do whatever you want. 20 to 25 to really fool around. By 25, you need to start getting an idea that I hey, life not. But yeah, if I hadn't done that, and I, I remember my at the end of my MBA, I was at a family function and, Everybody was like, Sid, to job? What lega, you karega, Things like that. Only one uncle. I have one Naresh uncle mm-hmm. who's actually uh, lived in uh, Europe all his life. who walked up to me and said, Sid, you're doing this for 3-4 years. different. Everything can happen You do different. Hai. Isse kuch hoega. And I was like, thank God. And he's pretty old. He's now almost 80. Okay. So I'm like, Naresh, mm-hmm. uncle, I'm really impressed you're saying this to me everybody else just chewed up my head saying take up a job how can you be so reckless blah 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 and Narei was 100% right it's just you know it was it was just doing something nobody else was because we're living in a world of hyper competition it's hyper it's, it's beyond hyper so true know? yeah everybody can do everything and if that's not enough you've got robots and computers that can do everything else so the more unique or specialized thing that you try to do the more you know Comfortable you will be. Um, I wouldn't say comfortable. More likely it is that it will work out for you, or not. Not everything works out. Okay. I've also had a guy put a gun to my head after I picked on his wife. Oh God! So I got really scared. I thought I was going to die. <laughs> yeah, movie wo work. So, so the be more careful. So it's 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 been an interesting journey.
0: <laughs> crazy, crazy. So, I mean, yeah, I completely agree with you, you know, because uh, these days uh, you can't be a journalist anymore. You have to be a specialist at something. And uh, I completely agree uh, when it comes to your age, 25 to 30 is the time when you can actually start thinking that actually I can do this I for the rest of your life. And by, uh, you know, by the time you reach 30, 31, that's the time when you actually lock in to something and uh, that's that's uh, so true so ye to okay do's, you know something that uh, upcoming stand up comedians or you know artists should do don't kya, kya nahi karna ek to mujhe pata chal gaya ki roast ko nahi karna kisi ki uh, <laughs> don't yeah, yeah yeah no ya, don'ts hai, ya,
1: basically do's do do's mein nahi don'ts do, na? it's very simple you try to are you getting me try youtube videos that's my sort of philosophy it's, it's very simple it's pure hit and trial but this is the game of life yeah there is no mm. there is no textbook formula for this for anybody Everybody's different everybody has different circumstances so so the don'ts are just keep doing everything, and what doesn't work is the don'ts. don't mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 true, don't true.
0: And, uh, you know, like you said, there's like a hyper competition going on in this space as well for entertainers. So, uh, if you know, uh, what's your advice for somebody to actually uh, stand out from the crowd? Uh, How can somebody uh, stand out from the crowd?
1: There's just basically one simple rule. There's a very old golfer called Gary Player. My dad plays a lot of golf and he's... Mm -hmm. My entire life, he's been giving me this one-liner. This guy says, you know, reporter asks him, how do you keep on getting... Lucky all the time. The guy replies saying, the harder I work, the luckier I get.
0: Hmm. See,
1: entertainment, just like any other profession, requires you to work hard. If you think that there's a party, then I'll to nightclub and ja go to party. It doesn't work like that. That will still be able to live. It You have to keep at it. I mean, you know, when I'm, when I'm putting it across to you, what I mean is you have to you have to be dog-headed. You have to be bull-headed. You have to just keep at it. Every day, you have to keep doing it. You have to hustle 24-7. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. The world... that there, there are too many people. And in India, do I mean, There are 1 billion people who have a competition. Hmm. I mean, you know, anything you're trying to do, there, there are, t- are 1,000 or 10,000 people who can do the same thing. True. So you have to be really determined... You know, it's just determination that many a karna hai. And once you stick to that determination, then karna hai, karna hai, kare. You figure out us karna hai me kya chalta hai, kya nahi chalta. Because if you do one bari karo,ge then to nahi hoga na. It's as simple as that. If you do hmm. two thousand bari karo,ge then you will know that which version of that will work. And and in terms mm-hmm. of entertainment, True. do not be scared. And be prepared that people will laugh at you. The amount people have made fun of me is not even funny. Like till it. you know, I used to have my my name is MC Said, and i got tired of explaining to people Ki MC actually rapper. Hota hai. Kabhi pe okay. So first they <laughs> say, Oh ho, tere, tera to naam, tune apna naam then they're like, Oh ho, MC Tuto McDonald's Burger. Hai. They've made a lot of fun of me. Mm. And now suddenly when that uh, rap movie came out, what's it called? Um
0: the, oh, one. the recent one? Yeah, yeah. How can I forget the name? Oh, even I'm forgetting the name now. <laughs> Was it? Yeah, so. yeah. Shit. Anyway, you know which one I'm talking about. Yeah. When that comes out
1: and there's MC Share in it, and they're like, oh my god, how come you're MC Share? I'm like, no, I'm MC Sid, and all mm-hmm. rappers are bloody MCs. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs>
1: Now, on, years later. So, okay. now, MC so it's just it's just uh, it's just a way of life, dude. Just keep at it and you'll figure it out.
0: Yeah, completely agree with that. Yeah, it's true, it's true. Try though without that, you know, there's no magic formula that can actually catapult you to success.
1: Yeah, and try, like you seriously try But to to not physics. to You're going to to you'll you need that mentality.
0: True, true. Of course. I mean, for any profession, I guess, that is true. I mean, agar, ya toh, you know, you you be like an Einstein, or you be somebody who can actually copy him so well, that he actually climb in success
1: ladder. I'll tell you something. I have a thought on this Einstein theory also. In mm-hmm. India, Einstein India there are so many so hard-working people. They just work so hard that they will Einstein Okay, because... People have that kind of determination, so it's actually a game of hard work in India, whatever field you choose. Um, you know, that's that's my outlook. Like, I'll give you an example, and a lot of people might get upset with this example, but I was the hugest Sachin Tendulkar fan. Like, I thought nobody on mm-hmm. earth can beat Sachin Tendulkar. Like, how can there ever be a better batsman? Okay, look at Jirat Ayan, bro. Seriously, he came back, but he came back. Dhoni aaya na. Nobody thought yeah. anybody could be a better captain than Sachin. But Dhoni aaya na. He made us win all the World Cups. Everything So the next generation and more people, somebody better will come along. You just have to keep on working hard. And there's always a replacement. At least in India. I have not lived abroad, so I can't comment But how the world of Guru to going. But India, come. True that,
0: yep. And that is what you need to actually keep on grinding. You need to wake up every day and grind and hustle, unless uh, you know until until you crack the f- formula. So you need uh, you need to grind every day. That's the formula for for Indians at least.
1: Yeah, 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 hundred percent. So one of my uncles he helps startups. Uh, you know, guides them, mentors them. You know, gives them proper feedback. All these big big words I've learned. But the first time I went to meet him, he told me one word. He said, Sid, there are startup. Now, you are at level that you are
0: going
1: to be you free, You free. free. to so, so that's that's the second thing to this. That if you just, you know, at a startup level when you're when you're trying out things, be completely patient and ask everyone. God knows who will help you and what will work for you. Because if you don't ask, then it's anyway not going to happen. And the second time you ask, most probably people are going to say buzz off. That one time helped Now it's And I'm saying no, You know. So you have to you have, that's 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 that that's what hustle means actually, in, in in
0: in my opinion. So that's the scene. So true, so true. And uh, you know, uh, moving on, uh, said uh, I was listening to your song, you know, which is you know one of my favorite song, which is called Ma. So um, I really like the lyrics. I really like the music. So uh, tell us about the song. You know, uh, what was your inspiration behind that?
1: Oh, this was a, so I have to tell you something. I it took me three years to make my debut album, and we worked on mm. all the songs, and I must have taken ten thousand takes and retakes, and then finally when the raw tracks were ready, we sent them to L.A. and I flew to L.A. to try and get them mixed and mastered. I have a lot of drama And the only song in the whole album which we shot, which we recorded overnight and we also made a small demo video of it, was Ma, which literally me and my producer were sitting in the studio, Jeevan, my friend. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he made tune. I am it's a good tune. He's writing something, he's doing something. He's try something. And literally, in like two nights, we recorded the whole song, which was the one that got the most airplay for me wow. as an artist. Which is again, strange. Okay. The other one, which we have oh, this is a super hit, this is a hit from Hani better It's all failed. It's I'd like to say simply because I think we actually wrote it with me thinking about my mother, you know, it was honest. And that's the only real learning I've had as a recording artist that the more honest you are about what you are writing and the more you write it and put it out in your own words, the more relatable it becomes. And that's what the audience wants. They don't want... Yeah, beyond a point now, all the Honey Singh Batsash songs all sound the same. They're all tamak, tamak, chamak, tamak. All this point is bullshit. <laughs> and it's great after a couple of vodka's, but in my coach, essentially, it's all the same. Essentially, you have Saturday, Saturday, and you have a little bit of ground run. It's a little bit of a in my opinion. Yeah. Okay, Batsash and Honey Singh are the same as Barbarigare. They are not the same as Batsash. That's well, yeah, So, you <laughs> I'm that. After and that's when I realized. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, and that's when I realized, see, to, to be, to make that popular, you need to have the backing of a TCDs or you need to have an entire army behind you. Ki, Okay, you to Because if you think about it, it's the same thing with independent television and the, the movie revolution that's happening. Okay. Shahrukh has not made a hit film in the last 15 years. I don't remember the last time I saw a Shahrukh film that I said, oh my God, Shahrukh was so good. Mm. Okay. That's simply because for the 15 years before that, only Shahrukh could release a film. Nobody else could. He had that whole machinery. Yeah. Now Netflix, YouTube, somebody like Rajkumar Rao is, is a rock star. Or Ayushman Khurana is 100 times better than Asharuk today, in my opinion. With the recent work that he's done. And it's the same thing in music. Like, Anjeet is like a god, in my opinion. Like, fuck, have you heard his songs?
0: Like,
1: yeah, not like, <laughs> Girlfriend is also coming, not Hi, this. this is not some factory-generated bullshit, you know, Yep. which is being thrown out there and people are lapping with that because they don't have options. But as technology gets more and more democratized, you know, and these other options and avenues open up, there'll be bigger and better and real content superstars who will show up and and... That was my biggest learning from my track. Ki wo likhha, genuinely wo socha that, you know, I felt about my mother and I put it out there. that was the only track that people actually came back to me and said, Sid, man, what the hell? That was fantastic. And I'm like, what about that Jatak Matak and all of that shit I was making? The other mm-hmm. nine songs. And they're like, yeah, that's true. It's It's True, true, true that.
0: Uh, so Sid, uh, before you know we wrap up today's episode, there's one question that I always ask my guests. Uh, so, what is that one advice you would give the Sid of 2007 and eight, if you can go back and give that one advice to you? One
1: butter the... chicken. I have put on 40 kilos since I, since 2007. I have not been able, I have eaten so much butter chicken. Don't <laughs> eat butter chicken. That's the only advice. <laughs> I've gone to I've gone to over a thousand weddings and you can see it. People in Indian colleges are like, sit you have eaten your food, how did you do Double. <laughs> like, my body weight went from 80 kilos to 130 kilos. They're like, what are you doing? I bro, I butter chicken. I'm very happy. Whiskey, you bought pia? Botsu whiskey Best, best Single malt, fucking things I can't name off. Things that I can't afford ever. Things I've had on flights that I was like, kyun hai hai mujhe? <laughs> And I've been If I would have just not eaten butter chicken, I'd be at least 15 kilos now. <laughs> so don't eat butter chicken, bro. You know, I have this thing I tell my friends, boys and girls of Big City Delhi don't get fat. Just don't eat butter chicken and don't get fat well you can't but the problem is that in entertainment everything is free at one point and they do it deliberately because they want you to get fat and never have a Salman Khan like body with <laughs> anyone
0: conspiracy is going on
1: full on full on it's a conspiracy <laughs> the thing about it khaana le none of the actors nobody in entertainment eats the bloody food only idiots like you eat it. Have you, a, have you ever seen amir khan or shahrukh khan saying, le a Char butter naan and 2 plate butter chicken and extra ghee. no. Extra <laughs> unka, unka chef Their chef's fat hai, unka diet food, their chicken gets their so yeah, this is the conspiracy, they don't want to create competition, that's why they're making us fat. <laughs>
0: lovely, lovely. So, uh, Guys uh, who are listening to us, you can definitely check out uh, MC Sid.in, uh, Check out the song Ma; it's amazing. And also uh, check out MC Sid official on Instagram. We would be linking uh, linking down all the uh, uh, links in the show notes below. Definitely follow MC Sid. Uh, check out his Instagram. Check out his website. And uh, uh, Sid, thank you very much for being on the show today.
1: Yeah. And if I can just put a small plug in, also check out www.epicstuff.com for official licensed merchandise of Harry Potter, Friends, Batman, Superman, Marvel. That is my startup that I spent five years losing money. Please help me earn some money. I need your (laughs) help.
0: No, definitely guys, uh, check that out. And uh, we'll put uh, the uh, link in the show notes below as well. So epicstuff.in, definitely check that website out as well. So thank you, com, Sid. Dot com. Oh, is it dot com? Okay, cool. So it's yes.
1: bhi
0: <laughs> Okay, okay. Now your Instagram profile says epicstuff.n. Oh, I need to fix it. <laughs> Perfect. So thank you, Sid. Thank you for being on the show today.
1: Thank you so much, bro. This has been absolutely excellent. God bless you. Thank you for taking out time. I hope everybody enjoyed it. And this was fantastic. Thank you so much.
0: No, I'm sure everybody would have enjoyed it, uh, Sid. So thank you for being on the show. So that wraps it up for today, folks. If you liked the episode, give it a big thumbs up, share it with your friends, and let's go viral. Remember, our weekly podcast features episodes on personal growth, mental health, relationships, business and entrepreneurship, and health and fitness. We would love to have Sid on our show again in the future to discuss more about comedy and rap music. So if you haven't yet done so, hit that subscribe button and go check out our website at sociallydesi.com. And as always, before I sign off, remember, life is black and white and everything in between.